What's going on out there, world? Happy New Year to everybody, and I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. I know I've been gone for a while, and uh, the topic I'm about to talk about now, if anybody has been listening to a lot of my podcasts and a lot of my recordings, you will know it's a topic that I'm not very happy to talk about, but to be perfectly honest... I think I might be done with WWE. And I know if you listen to my uh, reviews of WWE and my podcast on them, you already know the story. Me and my brother, since I was like five years old, uh, would always watch Raw, SmackDown. You know, and ever since the WWE Network, I've pretty much, if I haven't been at work, I've been watching uh, WWE pay-per-views. The reason why I might be done with WWE. Last night as of this recording was uh, the WWE Day 1 pay-per-view. I'm not going to recap the whole show and uh, go over it because to be honest with you, I didn't see it. Because again, I was at work. I could probably go back and watch it and maybe I will. But what I'm mostly here to talk about is the main event. First, let's talk about everything that happened and everything that took place. Originally, it was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, again, for the Universal title. But that match got canceled because, unfortunately, uh, Roman Reigns came down with uh, COVID-19. I don't know if if it's the Omicron uh, uh, variant or what. So let me just uh, first say uh, prayers up for Roman because we all know he's been battling uh, leukemia, so he kind of has a compromised immune system. So let me first off say, you know, prayers up for him. Hope he gets better and hope he gets back in the ring uh, as soon as possible. So the match with Roman and Brock got canceled, and they added Brock Lesnar to the Biggie, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and uh, Bobby Lashley, Fatal 4-Way, which originally was a triple threat. Well, originally, I think it was a one-on-one. It was Seth Rollins and Biggie. Then they added Kevin Owens. Then they added uh, Bobby Lashley. Then at the last minute, they added Brock Lesnar. Again, I can't recap the match because I haven't seen the match um, yet. Long story short, Brock Lesnar won the WWE title from champion Big E. Now, let me be the first to also say this. Lately, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns both have been doing the best work of their entire careers, in my opinion. The whole tribal chief gimmick with Roman Reigns is like easily his best gimmick, although he's only had two, the Shield and pretty much tribal chief. I know once the Shield broke up, he was a single star, but he was still the Shield. He still had the Shield uniform. He still had the Shield music. So I consider that period of him being a single star as still his Shield character. But the Tribal Chief character has been awesome. Brock Lesnar, you know, without Paul Heyman, you know, he grew out the beard. He grew his hair. 
And, you know, I'm not going to lie. He's been into it more, you know, lately. And that does make it seem like, you know, he's having more fun. And it's an all-around better character. My reason for saying I might be done with WWE, though, is the fact that I believe that the main event for WrestleMania uh, 38 this year is going to once again be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. And if this happens, this is why I'm, I say I might be done with WWE. Again, the two have been doing the best work of their career lately, but I personally am just so sick and tired of seeing Roman versus Brock in any variation. Like, any, I don't care if who's the baby face, I don't care who's the heel. I'm just sick and tired of seeing it. Because we know what it's going to be. Uh... Superman punch, Superman punch, German suplex, German suplex, L5, L5, spear, 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 L5, spear, reversal, 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 somebody's going to win. Like, that's literally all the ma- all of their matches consist of. It's too repetitive. And we've seen this match for the last seven years. It was WrestleMania 31 in 2015, the first time we saw Brock versus Roman. It's 2022. We're going into WrestleMania 38, and you mean to tell me we're still getting Brock versus Roman? And sure, I know it's not the first match ever to like uh, happen at WrestleMania um, repeatedly. Of course, we had The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, three times at WrestleMania. And I do know that both men are big stars, but let's face it, they're still not The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin. And plus, when the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin did it, it was 1999 through 2003. That's only four years. They've been doing this match for seven years. So I don't want to hear, oh, it's the same thing as the Rock versus Stone Cold. No, it's not. It's really not. And I know Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, that match happened at WrestleMania uh, two times. I think Triple H and The Undertaker happened three times. It was WrestleMania 17 uh, WrestleMania 27, and then WrestleMania 28. At least there was a 10-year gap there. And plus, all their matches were good to great. Again, Rock, excuse me, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, their WrestleMania 31 match, I liked it. Even without the Seth Rollins cash-in, I would have liked it. it. It was a better match than most people thought it was going to be. And it was the first time we saw it. But now we've seen it so many times. It's like, what new do you think they, they, that they can do? Again, switching the dynamic of babyface and heel. Alright, they've done that. But we, we just saw... Roman and Brock at the Saudi pay-per-view. The, uh, what is it? Crown Jewel. Again, because it always happens at WrestleMania or Crown Jewel. You know, so we've seen this match so many times. I don't know what new they can do. Now, the rumor is that, and you can take this with a grain of salt. Nothing's been confirmed. But the rumor is they might do a title, a title unification between Roman as the Universal Champion and Brock as the WWE champion. Now, if that's the plan, then that is something new. But 
But at the same time, I'm talking about the match itself. I'm not talking about stipulations or titles or not. The match, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, I'm so sick of hearing and seeing that I don't think there's anything they can do to make me me personally want to see this match. And again, if you've listened to me talk about WWE, you know I'm a WWE guy. I've been a WWE defender when they've done a lot of stupid stuff, even when they made me mad. And I'm not mad if it's Brock versus Roman again. I'm just tired. Like, that, that is not nothing new. And they had so many other options that they could have done. Now, with COVID uh, hitting Roman Reigns, I'm not going to put too much of the blame on WWE. Kinda. It is their fault for booking this match again and again and again. But, you know, they couldn't plan COVID hitting Roman. I mean, that was the one guy they didn't want it to hit. So, let me just say that. And for any fans out there, because there are a ton of them, who are like, Roman Reigns faked it, or WWE, uh, you know, it's a storyline, so he can save it for Mania. First of all, I don't believe that. I do believe Roman actually is sick. Like, I don't know how bad he's sick, and I don't care. You know, again, I'm still just saying prayers up to him. Um, I hope he uh, gets better soon, and, you know, kick the shit out of COVID, and uh, come back again. But, again, I just don't know what they can do to make me interested. If you guys listening are interested in seeing this match, hey, more power to you. But me, personally, I'm just not interested. And it's not just Brock, either, or Roman. The women's division right now is so stale. The women's match at uh, the day one pay-per-view was Charlotte Flair again. What? No, 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 no. It wasn't even Charlotte. Excuse me. Becky Lynch again versus Liv Morgan. And to be honest with you, I'm not the biggest Liv Morgan fan. I am a fan of hers. But, and she is very young. I know a lot of people were like, oh, she should have won the title a long time ago. I think she's only 26, maybe. Like, she is very young. There is time. But when do WWE start pushing young people instead of waiting to them for them to hit 30 and 30-something 30 and then want to give them the title? You got to start pushing people at a young age. Why do you think Brock Lesnar is a big star? Because he won the WWE title at 25 years old. The Rock became a big star because he won the WWE title at 26. He was the youngest champion at one point. Randy Orton, who I think is to this day the youngest world champion ever, uh, was 24. He's a big star. Those guys got a early start. That's why they became such big stars. So, why they won't push people in their 20s anymore is beyond me. If you've heard me speak about Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, I've... I feel the same way about them as I do about Brock. To be honest, and I'm a big Bailey and Sasha fan. I love those two. Becky and Charlotte, they are great wrestlers. But 
I'm just so tired of seeing them on top. You know, because Charlotte is champion. Uh, Tony Storm, who was her last uh, contender, left the company. And when I heard that, I didn't know how to feel because, you know, WWE has released so many stars in the past year or two that people thought that she got released by WWE. But it turns out she decided she wanted to leave. And as young as she is, I can't really blame her because she probably thinks, well, I'm not going to win the title until I'm in my 30s and I'm like uh, 33, 34 years old. If I'm this young, let me not waste my youth by, have, by having pies thrown in my face and crying every week after I lose to Charlotte. To be, to be honest, I'd leave too if I was her. And I'm not saying that Charlotte or Becky should re retire or something. I'm just saying, can they step away from the title picture at least for a little while? At least a little. And I know Charlotte has stepped away before, but we all know where that's going. She's going to smash that 16-time record. I think she's already at 13. If you think she's not going to smash that 16-time uh, Ric Flair record, uh, I don't know what you've been watching, but... We can see that coming a mile away. She is definitely smashing that. She's probably going to reach 26. So I'm not saying that these women need to retire and never win the title again, but give it a rest. Like the only rest we had from Becky was because she got pregnant. If it wasn't for that, I seriously believe she would have never lost that title. Because who else are you going to put it on? Other than the four horsewomen, they have built no one. Except for uh, Bianca Belair. But look what they did to her. They had her lose to Becky Lynch in 26 seconds. And she ain't been the same since. A lot of people speculate that we're going to get. Four horsewomen versus four horsewomen matches at WrestleMania. Like. Becky versus either Bailey or Sasha. And Charlotte versus either Bailey or Sasha. So it's going to be them four uh, ruling the entire WWE women's wrestling scene again. Like they've been doing since what? Uh, 2015? For the last seven years has been the four of them um, hot potatoing the title for the most part. And the other women like Asuka and uh, Bianca and Nikki Ash and the other women who've won those titles... In the last seven years, besides those four, look at their reigns and tell me that they were good reigns. Like, look at it. I think Nia won the title. I think Alexa Bliss won the title. But look at those reigns. They were forgettable. Almost every reign that wasn't Bailey, Sasha, Becky, or Charlotte has been, like, really, really forgettable. So... Who else can they put the title on? They pretty much destroy Rhea at this point unless they turn her heel and like try to build her up into a uh, megastar. Like Rhea Ripley was somebody I thought was like going to be a big star. Because she I think was like 24 when she first came to the main roster. They put the title on her for like a month or two and then guess who beat her? Charlotte Flair. And guess who hasn't been the same since? Rhea Ripley. 
the only person right now I can see on the horizon who could be a big star in the female division is Zia Lee. She's the only person right now I can see that hasn't been ruined yet. Like, like who else is going to like come and be a big star in their women's division? We've seen Oscar. We've seen. We've kind of seen Bianca. Uh, we haven't like. Uh, I will say, at least they don't over push Bianca. So whenever she does win the title again, which. Some people say they might do Becky versus Bianca at WrestleMania. I mean, we've seen that as well. And that's another thing with Becky Lynch. Ever since she's turned heel, she cheats and cheats and cheats to win. And I get I get that's what a heel is supposed to do. I understand that. But, but when you do it so much, that's why we get rematch, rematch, rematch. Because... They use her cheating as an excuse to say, oh, well, she really didn't beat her. So to me, that either makes Becky look weak or her opponents look stupid. And we keep getting rematch after rematch. So if we get Bianca versus Becky, it'll be an awesome match. I'm, I'm sure of that. But if it happens and Bianca wins, I hope Becky stays away from the title picture at least a year or two. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I've seen enough of Becky as champion that I needed to see. And same goes for Charlotte. I don't know what she's going to do. Maybe they'll do Zia Lee versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. At least that'll be something we've never seen. And hopefully, Zia Lee will win. I can't put it past WWE. Remember when Asuka was undefeated and she won the first ever Women's Royal Rumble? That should have been her time to win and beat Charlotte, but nope. Charlotte won. So I can't put it past WWE. I hope Zia Lee wins the Royal Rumble and goes on to face Charlotte at uh, WrestleMania and hopefully win the title. Hopefully. Uh, it probably won't happen, but... I think, to be honest, I think Bailey's going to win the Royal Rumble. I think she's ready to come back. And I think uh, the Royal Rumble is going to be when she comes back. She probably is going to be a baby face when she comes back. She's not going to be her uh, old hugging character anymore. But, she'll, you know, people are going to cheer her when she comes back. That's a given. And if she's going up against Charlotte or Becky, of course she's going to get cheered over them. Like, I would definitely be rooting for her over them. But the women's division right now is so... Everybody has been beaten by Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, Sasha. Like, so many people have been beaten. Like, Bianca Belair and Zia Lee is the only two hopes for their women's division. Because if the four horsewomen leave or retire... I ask y'all this question. Who is going to carry that division? Who is credible enough to carry that division if the four of them like uh, disappear or retire or aren't around? Who is going to carry that division? Nobody has been built like that. Except maybe Bianca Belair and Zia Lee. And I know you can't rush everything. You got to build to it. But when you build somebody, they don't have to lose to be built. 
Like that that doesn't make sense. To build somebody, they have to win. If you're not ready to put the title on somebody who you think is going to be a contender in the future down the road, don't have them get beaten and then go, oh, they'll come back again in a year or in a few months because that's going to piss fans off. And we already know the fan base is very easy to piss off. We all know that. It's just going to piss them off if they see somebody who just lost a few months ago all of a sudden now get built and oh now here's your champion the person who lost you know months ago when they were at their hottest like when someone gets hot you don't have to hot shot them to the title picture let them get some wins let them rack up a few wins then let them become champion like I haven't seen Zia Lee since she debuted on Smackdown she showed up one time on her debut to help Naomi and she's disappeared since. And I think that was, what, three weeks ago? And I know uh, SmackDown last Friday was a best of uh, 2021 episode, so nobody really showed up. But it seems like they pretty much forgot about her. And you can't keep somebody away from TV that long. Because fans, again, they forget real easy as well. So, I just hope that they build Zia Lee. I hope they continue to build Bianca. Because, again, they're the only two hopes that I see for the uh, women's uh, division. Even Shotzi. They've buried her pretty much. She's been beaten and beaten and now she's disappeared. Tony Storm is gone. Uh, Aaliyah was hot for one second before Survivor Series, and they took her off the Survivor Series team, and she hasn't been seen since. So now people have forgot about her. And I know she's very young. I think she's only, what, 22, 23? Like, she's, she's really young, too. But if you're going to take these young women from NXT and bring them to the main roster, look at one of them and say, that one is going to carry us to the future. That way you built them. Give them a feud. Let them win. Give them another feud. Let them win. Give them another feud. Let them win. And let them work and build their way up to a championship match. And let them win it. That's how you build people. WWE knows that. They've done it many times before with men and women. I just mentioned The Rock, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton. You know... I don't know. Maybe the women, I want to say the women need like an intercontinental title. You know what I really hope they do if they were smart? If they're really going to do Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar and unify the universal title and the WWE title. There was a rumor back in the day when SmackDown first started that SmackDown was going to be an all women's show. Maybe that's what they need to do. Maybe if they unify those, I hope they unify all the titles at WrestleMania. I hope the tag team titles get unified. I hope the Universal title and the uh, WWE title get, gets unified. I hope the Intercontinental and the US title gets unified and they can stay on Raw. Give the men the three hour show on Raw. Let the women have uh, SmackDown. Unify the Raw title and the SmackDown Women's title and just have a women's WWE Women's Championship as the top title 
maybe you can bring in another title that can be like their Intercontinental title. And then you can have the women's tag team. And maybe you can bring all the women from NXT because to be perfectly honest, I don't think NXT is working anymore. I think they probably need to, to be honest, maybe debt NXT. Like maybe they can keep NXT UK and let that be NXT. But the American version of NXT to me probably can go. This is the only good thing about the people that they cut. Is that their roster isn't that bloated anymore. So maybe they can take NXT and bring them all to the main roster. Have the men on Raw. Have the women on SmackDown. And of course they can all be on pay-per-view. Now I know a lot of people are saying. Well who's going to watch SmackDown if it's just the women? Who's going to buy tickets to SmackDown if it's just the women? Number one, it, WWE name sells itself. Number two, SmackDown name can sell itself. And if you put on good matches with good stories and it gets hot, people will watch it. Unless you're sexist, why else wouldn't you watch women with good matches and good storylines if you're a wrestling fan? That's all you need. Unless you're going to say, I'm not going to watch it because it's a bunch of women. Like, I think they have enough women. If they take all the women from NXT, Raw and SmackDown, and put them all just on SmackDown, I think that's enough women to sustain a, a, a two-hour show every week. Now, if they want to do uh, integrated uh, live events, they can do that. Like, WWE Live can still have all the women and the men if they want to. So, so they don't have to worry about, uh, well, there's only a few hundred people at a live event for SmackDown for the women. You know, they can put the men on the show as well for the, uh, uh, for the live events. And that's another thing about SmackDown and Raw. The TV tapings sell themselves. When people see live TV tapings, they might buy a ticket. And I know they're not going to do this, by the way. But I think that they should. Because, again, something has to change. I'm the biggest WWE fan. I'm the most diehard WWE fan. I'm the biggest WWE defender. But at this point, I'm at a point where I'm saying I'm, I might be done. If nothing changes by WrestleMania, and if we get Roman and Brock and Sasha and uh, Becky and Charlotte and Bailey all over again, then yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with WWE. Something has got to be done. And I know what I just said might be a drastic change, but they need that right now. People are sick of the same old, same old. I know if I'm sick of it, most people have got to be sick of it. Because like I said, I'm like the biggest WWE defender. So I know if I'm sick of it, damn near everybody else has got to be sick of it. And like I said, I'm not a liar. I'm going to tell you the truth. And the truth is, Roman and Brock have been doing the best work that they've ever done right now, in my opinion. I'm just sick and tired of seeing the same match over and over with the same people over and over. Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bailey, great wrestlers, awesome wrestlers. But it just doesn't need to be the four of them. The men's division just doesn't need to be uh, Roman, Brock, and Goldberg constantly being the champion. Let's make these new stars and put some championships 
on these younger guys. It's about time for that. And I know WWE still has a very talented roster. They have Edge, they have AJ Styles, they have Finn Balor, they have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Big E, The New Day, uh, uh, The Usos. They're like, they have a very talented roster, but let's just do something new. It's, if anything, that day one pay-per-view showed me is that 2020 needs to be the year of change for WWE. It's got to be. Or the diehards are literally going to start leaving. I didn't leave with the releases. Even after they released people, I still stayed. Even though a lot of my favorites got released, I still stayed. A lot of people who I think they could have done a whole lot more with. They should have done more with Ruby Riot. They should have did more with the Iconics. They should have did more, of course, with Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. They could have did more with a ton of people. That they released. I didn't name them all of course. But almost everybody they released. They could have done more with. It's about that time. I love Edge. But Edge is has been around for over 20 years. The Miz has been around for what? Over 15 years. AJ Styles has been around WWE. For like. Six years. But he's been around wrestling for 20 years. Like. They've got to get some new people and some new stars and some younger people. And stop feeding these young people to Roman and Brock and Goldberg and all these people all the time. Otherwise, there'll be a mass exodus. Tony Storm is not the only one who wants to leave. These young people are going to want to leave if WWE becomes the land of old people or the land of the same old people. Like these young people are going to, they don't want to waste their youth sitting around backstage not having time to build. I really believe that's why Tony Storm left. Because she knows she ain't going to win that title until she's like well into her 30s maybe. She might have one reign and then it'll be over. And then, and then at that point she'll be in her 30s. And I know that's not old, but... When you start young, you don't want to wait till your 30s to reach your peak. You know, you... Again, Brock Lesnar, The Rock, Randy Orton, all these guys, you know, got a big push when they were in their 20s. I don't know why they won't do that with women. I'm not saying Liv Morgan should have became the champion. Again, I'm a fan of hers, not a very big fan. But somebody young needs to, you know, take the torch from these four horsewomen. Otherwise, we're just going to get variations of them versus each other forever. Until they're in their 40s. So, I'm going to get ready to wrap it up, you guys. Um, that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Again, I haven't seen the uh, day one pay-per-view yet. I might go back and watch it and... uh Maybe review it. I don't know. I, all I know is what I heard. The Usos and the New Day killed it because they always kill it. They always have great matches. They're, in my opinion, the two best tag teams in the world. I'm not an AEW guy. I'm sorry. So I know a lot of you might be saying, what about the Young Bucks and uh, FTR and all the other tag teams in AEW? Great tag teams, but I'm not an AEW guy. I haven't watched it. And I think I've said in one of my WWE podcasts, 
that uh, if WWE goes out of business, I stop watching wrestling. Because I've been watching wrestling for like over 20 years now, since I was a child. If I don't watch WWE, I, I'm just done with wrestling at that point. That's just how I am personally. I'm not saying everybody should be that way, but that's how I am personally. So, I heard that the New Day and the Usos killed it. I heard the main event match, you know, the Fatal 5-Way for the WWE title was a good match. I think they said it went maybe 8 or 9 minutes. You know, it's a Brock Lesnar match. Of course, it's not going to go very long. Oh, and before I wrap it up, let me say this as well. A lot of people believe that it might be Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And let me tell you why I don't think that's going to happen. They have put so much into Roman versus Brock and Paul Heyman in the middle. There's no way they're just going to drop that and, and do uh, Lashley versus Lesnar. That match builds itself. I agree. Now, if they do that at WrestleMania, I'll watch. I'll stay with it. But I don't think they're going to do that. Now, some people said they might do Roman and Brock at Royal Rumble. But how can they do that if they're both champion? If Roman's Universal and Brock is WWE champion, they're not going to unify those titles at the Royal Rumble. They're just not going to do that. They're going to do that at WrestleMania if they're going to do it. And they've put way too much into that storyline to do it at Royal Rumble or do it at uh, Elimination Chamber or Fastlane or whatever pay-per-view they're going to do before WrestleMania. So they're, they're going to do that at WrestleMania if they're going to do it. They're not going to just drop that Roman and Brock thing. They're going to do that. And uh, their biggest hope at this point is probably WrestleMania. So if they do Lashley versus Brock, they'll probably do that at Royal Rumble. It'll probably be a hard-hitting five-minute match and Lesnar will retain. And again, I want to see Lesnar versus Lashley, but... I mean, Lashley lost to Goldberg, so I, uh, he's not looking very strong right now. And I know some people will say, well, Lashley lost to Big E. Well, Big E is a young, strong guy. Goldberg is in his 50s. And I know Lashley isn't young himself. I think Lashley's like 46, 45, something like that. He's not young himself, but still. I don't think he's beaten Brock Lesnar. Like I said, he's lost to uh, fucking... Uh, Goldberg, I don't think he's going to beat Brock. So what I think is going to happen is they might do Brock and Lashley at Royal Rumble. Brock will retain. I think Bailey is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. She's probably going to challenge Sasha, uh, excuse me, not Sasha, Charlotte. I don't know who's going to win the Men's Royal Rumble. That, that, I'm still uh, apparently Drew McIntyre is legit injured uh, plus he's already won the Royal Rumble so I don't see him winning it I don't know who is going to win the Royal Rumble this year I want to say Big E should like to be perfectly honest he's like the only guy I think built up to win it like who else is going to um, be built up to win it Maybe Bobby Lashley, but again, if they do that, then that would mean that Brock and Roman wouldn't happen. That would mean that Lashley and Brock 
what happened at WrestleMania. And again, I think they should do that. But they're not just going to drop that Roman and Brock thing. So it might be some interesting times ahead. I will definitely watch the Royal Rumble. And I'm going to review the Royal Rumble in its entirety. But like I said, if if things don't change by WrestleMania and, and we get four horsewomen versus four horsewomen or we get a Roman and Brock at WrestleMania, I'm probably skipping WrestleMania. So it's going to be interesting from now until Royal Rumble to see what they're going to do. Like who are they going to build for the women's title matches? Who are they going to build for the Universal or the WWE title match? And it's not going to be The Rock. Like, that's out. I heard some people say, well, what about Rock and Roman? Apparently, if that's going to happen, it's going to happen at WrestleMania 39 in Hollywood. It's not going to happen this year. Because Rock is a very busy guy, number one. And, of course, they want to do that match in Hollywood. So, that's not happening this year. I mean, they could do The Rock versus Brock Lesnar. They wanted to do that, I think, at WrestleMania 30. But I, I don't know. I don't think The Rock wrestles this year, to be perfectly honest. But we'll see what happens. Again, I'm going to get ready to wrap this up, you guys. Uh, thank you to anybody who listens to this. Uh, my WWE podcasts have been killing everything else. Like, most of my podcasts usually get like seven, eight views at the most. And my WWE podcasts get like 15, 20 views. So. Thank you guys for listening. Again, I don't want to give up on WWE. I really don't. But uh, starting off 2020, to me, it, it's not great. It doesn't look good for the future. Unless they really surprise us and ramp things up and change things, I don't think 2020 is going to be WWE's year. Like, I really don't. I really think 2020 is either going to be the year of change or the year of their downfall. And AEW really might start to beat them this year. If they don't change. But we'll see what happens. Again, thank you guys for listening. I'm sorry about any auto issues. I did have to pause and uh, change location. So I'm sorry if there were any um, auto audio issues. I do apologize about that. But y'all know how I do it. I do this uncut, unedited, unfiltered. One shot take. That's how I like to do it. But I will see you guys on the next one. Again, I will be reviewing the Royal Rumble. I'm sorry it took me so long to um, actually do a podcast. There have been some things I wanted to talk about. But uh, the subjects I want to talk about are either going to be a big hit or a big miss. Because I know when it comes to politics... It's that way. Like I did one political podcast and it only got to this day like three views. So I don't think people really want to hear political stuff. But I don't care. It's my show and I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. So I might do some more podcasts that's non-WWE related soon. But as for the WWE stuff, I'm coming back for the Royal Rumble. And we'll talk about it then. But until then... I will see you guys on the next one.